Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. Hello, everybody, and welcome to April. It's a beautiful, beautiful month. It's going to be sunshine. People are going to be out looking at real estate. And already I've been receiving reports that that's exactly what's happening. So we'll talk about that a little bit and how that could impact your home search. I also want to thank you very much for the support of, that you've given and all the other people giving to our podcast. Every month that goes by, we have more and more listeners to the podcast. That's very, very gratifying. So I'm going to do my best to get you the information you need in order to make better decisions. Today, we're going to talk about buying below market real estate from either home auctions or from bank repos that are marketed directly through real estate brokers. And I'll give you some strategies to think about so that you'll get a better price. But first of all, let's talk about what's happening in March. There's about, um, these are rough numbers, by the way, uh, about 8,500 houses for sale, 2,300 of those those are owned by the banks and for, are for sale. So that means one out of every four houses of, uh, approximately is a bank-held repo. So it's not surprising you drive down neighborhood and you see bank-held repo signs. They're everywhere. Now, here's the part that's really of interest about March versus February. The number of homes that went into escrow was significant. 2,000 homes approximately went into escrow total, and that's up significantly from 1,000. It's almost double what it was in January and February. So that tells you quite a bit. The market is starting to improve. Remember in our February podcast, Greg Maurer, lender, uh, said that we we're dancing around the bottom. I think he was right. That's what's happening. Now, 64% of those are about Thirteen to 1,400 of those 2,000 that sold were bank-held repo. So repos represent a little more than 60% of our current Sacramento marketplace. Now, there were only 861 homes that sold, but again, 60% of those were bank repos. So we have to talk about bank repos today so that we have an understanding of what we can do to get a good buy and take advantage of this shift in the marketplace. Well, one of the most obvious things that people think of is I'm going to go to an auction. That's where I'll get a good buy. And of course, they're enticed by the marketing campaigns of the auctioneers who give you two things. They have a previously valued to price. Previously valued to means that they go back in history and look for the highest potential that that home could have sold for. You know, it's even interesting. You can go back through property records and see what the previous owner bought. You know, homes that are being marketed in the 200s were selling in the 400s just a few years ago. So they use that as an example, say, showing you that you could buy a home for almost half, a little more than half of what they went for just a few years ago. But then they use something called opening bid price. So they say, well, if today the $400,000 house is worth, let's say, $250,000, I'm going to show it as a $180,000 as an opening bid. 180 is an absolute steal, and they know it. So they show you this contrast. It was 400,000. Now it's 180 opening bid. But when you go to the auction, there's hundreds of people you're competing against, and the price almost immediately gets driven right back up to market value. In fact, when I went to an auction, I noticed that most homes sold at market value, many way above market value. And there, but there were a handful that I thought were a pretty good buy. And so you can get a good buy at auctions, but it's really challenging, and the odds are against you. It's a lot of work. You have to go there with a $5,000 check. You have to register. Um, and then uh, you have to use their financing uh, most of the time, which requires some down payment. So auctions really, therefore, are for people who have cash. If you have cash, you can meet the qualifications. There's a 5% 
auctioneer's fee, which is $15,000 on a $300,000 sale. Well, that has to be paid. Most of the time, they'll add that to the price. So when you factor all those things, I don't know. You know, uh, most of the time, you don't get a good buy at an auction. But if you're very shrewd, you can get one. And that the reason for it is that many of these transactions fall apart right there on that same day. The person goes, and they don't end up buying the house for one reason or another. So they bring the property back and re-auction it again. And I noticed that as the longer you're there, the more people disappear. Uh, the auction I attended had like 1,500 people. And then as the day wore on, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, we were down to 1,000. And, 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 you know, the number got smaller. So if you stay to toward the end of the auction, I think you have a pretty good chance of getting a fairly good buy because if something will fall apart and then there won't be anybody there or it won't be as many people there bidding on the property. So I'm really, you know, while auctions have their place and we need them in our marketplace to move properties and get them off lenders' books and things like that, I think you can get just as good of a buy and I think even a better buy using a real estate broker to look for bank REOs that are being marketed through other real estate brokers. And reason number one, right off the top of the bat, is we can get you financing that you won't get at the auction. We don't have to come up with that $5,000 check and the 5% auctioneer's fee. Well, there is none. Our broker's fees are paid by the seller of real estate, so you don't have to pay it. So, you know, it, I think all things considered, we should talk about using bank-held REOs that are on the market with real estate brokers. Well, let's talk about a few of those things so you have a strategy. The, the good news is that they're priced very well, and, they, and the reason is because they've got to move the property. So they pick a price they think is fair, and every so many days they keep reducing it until what they hit is called the show zone, where they start to get lots of activity on the property, and usually multiple offers, and they hope that they, they can pit the offers one against each other and get a, the ultimate highest price the market will, will bear. And so if you understand that that's the strategy, that means if you find a good buy, so will a lot of other people. And so chances are you're going to be competing. So you have to structure yourself so that you look the best. So that means getting pre-approved for a loan prior to shopping for real estate. And that way you can act quickly. So have your loan pre-approval in place before you go shopping. And then the second thing is don't expect banks to consider super low offers on the best buys, especially if you have competition. You know, I, I went through one neighborhood and I looked at all the REOs and what they sold for. It, they sold for an average of 97% of what they were asking. 97%. So that means they came down a little bit, but not a great deal. Uh, the other thing I've been noticing is that banks are very open to contributing to buyers' loan closing costs, which is something you probably wouldn't get at the auction house. They'll contribute to, you know, 3% of the sales price, perhaps, to a closing costs to help you acquire a loan. And that's, that's a really good deal. So the strategy would be, if you're competing and you find it's a very good buy, is to offer... Uh, you know, fairly close to asking price, but ask for a concession. And that generally works. The exception to the rule would be the REOs has been on the market a while, and they're stigmatized for some reason or another. Who knows what the reason is? It could be how dirty the house is, or maybe it had a, a, a plumbing problem, or, you know, something odd about it. And it's been on, you look, it's been on the market, you know, five, six, seven months, and no sale, and they've kept reducing the price. Now, that's a kind of a situation where I would consider giving a lower offer, because I would think that the bank by this time has got to be kind of frustrated with not getting it to sell. And interestingly enough, they're not spending the money to repair whatever the problem is. I find that fascinating. It'd be cheaper for them to do that, I would think, in the long run for them, but they're just not willing to do that. And they want to sell the house as is, cleanly, all at one blast. So those houses I 
look for houses that have been on the market a while and then find out what's causing this what's causing it not to sell and whatever that is that could be your reason for getting a little better price second thing that is music to uh lenders ears is your ability to close escrow quickly now that's fast cash to them and if you're able to close quickly that might give you another concession price or otherwise so uh, if you could do 30 days or less that would be great 21 days would be amazing many lenders can close in 21 days and so uh, you have to be pretty sure the reason uh, you don't want to push it too hard is because there uh, many times in the contracts is a per diem penalty uh, usually about a hundred dollars a day so if you go beyond your close of escrow date, they charge you per day uh, for the privilege of keeping the house on the market, you know, uh, available for you and not putting it back on the market. So um, pick a day that you think is realistic. Make sure you discuss that with your lender and be prepared if the lender for some reason gets tied up or you have one of those loans that might need uh, multiple approvals from various agencies. You might want to give it a little more time. But if you are a straightforward conventional buyer or all cash buyer that can close very quickly, boy, that could really be uh, something that would help you a, a great deal in negotiating a very good buy. And then keep in mind, of course, that the properties are sold in their present condition. Therefore, in your thought process, think about hiring inspectors to analyze things for you. For example, uh, think about uh, maybe a roof inspector, a uh, roofing contract, look at your roof. A whole house inspector to test the air conditioning and plumbing and electrical systems in the home. Uh, maybe a pest control operator to come and investigate the structure of the house, whether it's it's sound. Um, those things are, are well worth the money, and uh, make sure you have enough of a, a time, uh, usually between 10 and 17 days most of the time, uh, for an inspection period so you can inspect the property and feel comfortable with it. If you do all those things, I think you, your odds are very high that you'll get a very good buy. And when you consider that they really that they really did sell in the 400s, and here you're buying it for 250, you know, that's not bad. That's really a pretty good thing. And many analysts believe that the market will return to the 400 someday. We don't know when, but this is California real estate. Great place to live. There's demand. People are coming here all the time looking for, for work and opportunities. So maybe that might be a very good investment for your future. So give that some thought. Now, I want you to, to remember that our company, Home Rocket Real Estate, offers a list of the 10 best buys in your area and price range, or 10 very good buys in your area and price range, since that's a kind of a subjective thing. But uh, you just tell us, you know, I want to live, uh, say, Elk Grove, and I want to pay in the mid-200s, and we'll produce a list of properties we think offer the best value. And that way you can look for yourself to see if right now is the time to buy. I really don't recommend waiting much longer. The interest rates for the moment are still low. And prices are still low, and but but on the other hand, homes going into escrow have increased dramatically, which means the competition has increased. And I've been reading in the paper about builders who are having more traffic at their subdivisions. So things are starting to shift a little bit. So if you've been putting off buying, uh, please don't do do it too much longer. Give us a telephone call at 916-682-6454 for a no-obligation consultation. We'll be happy to discuss that with you further. Uh, also, a uh, reminder that our at our site, homerocketradio.com, this is the podcast site, homerocketradio.com, we have an archive of the February podcast and also the March podcast. The February podcast talked about mortgage layering, a very clever 
clever concept you should hear about. And March talked about a solution to the real estate logjam that has perplexed so many in Sacramento County. So take a look at our previous podcasts and give us a call if we can be of any assistance. Well, that's it for the April podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I'm real estate broker David Jurowitz, hoping all your real estate transactions are profitable ones. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.